0: Dr. Cass Ingram has been on my mind lately, especially with the report of the coronavirus. And you look at this potentially being a very dangerous pandemic. And of course, it's affected China and now other countries. And I guess I wanted to talk to him because, you know, he's the one that introduced me to the oil of oregano and he's written natural books and, you know, maybe we need to have a calming voice, because the first thing we need to do is not to panic or be in fear of this. So, out of Chicago, the calm but yet windy city, Dr. Cass Ingram joins me, and we're going to talk about many things. How you doing?
1: Yeah, great, great to be back. I'm glad you called me in on this, as I've got some experience. In this area and I've written in my book The Respiratory Solution about the coronavirus and and I've treated two cases and I talk about that in there so
0: you've already yeah. treated two cases for coronavirus
1: well it was the SARS virus in 2003 that I, I helped okay and okay. Uh, so I, I'm and that's a 15 to 20 percent fatal pathology so it's you cannot make it any different than this really uh, somebody would say, well, you didn't treat this one well, I treated the same basic thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we have now this new virus that they believe started in China. What do we know about this?
1: Well, the virus uh, uh, may, may have started in November or October, but it, ha- it had a hard hit in December. And there is an association in... In the market, there's an association not in the market. The market, was uh, they hang flesh, a uh, tremendous amount of flesh from a variety of animals, and they kill animals there to order. Uh, and definitely some of the workers and people, patrons, at that market got sick. Now, it so happens that the Wuhan Int- Institute of Virology and the sub- sub-institute, are, are, one of them is about 400 yards or so, the other one's about 20 miles, and that's, but that's also the center of, four, uh, of 5G, the 5G production system is there. So you have these vaccine or, 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 you know research models with dead animals and caged animals. You have that going on. you have the, the sickness in the, uh, the flesh traders going on. And what we do know is this: uh, it, the Chinese published in 2019 in march that they would they would probably see a pandemic there were some problems in the country they thought that a bat virus had gotten into into farm animals into pigs not they didn't think they proved that and others approved it and they were concerned that this would migrate to humans also there was a crisis in china so and this is why you got to paint the facts and see what you can figure out china has dumped uh, about 200 million pigs or so, into pits and buried them alive. The pigs had a coronavirus infection. It wasn't, maybe it wasn't this coronavirus. Maybe it was a different version. Maybe it was African swine flu corona, but it was still a coronavirus. And, and they had to call the pigs. So all, basically all the pork animals in China are infected with this virus. Hmm. And, so, and, it, and some of them were infected with a bat virus. Now, then you move to the market. Should we go there? Mm-hmm. That's been in the news. So they, there weren't a lot of bats in the market, but there were snakes, roasted snakes, uh, civet rats, cats, maybe cats, definitely dogs, coyote pups, you know, oddball foxes that, that you could buy freshly slaughtered or live then slaughtered or delivered to your home. But the market was 98% pork 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 pork, mm. pork 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 and so is it the pork it has to come from flesh okay whether it came out of the lab uh or it was inside the animals primarily you're, it's the lab would have been from animals that they were doing research on most likely okay rather than a release of a of a bioweapon that if it was the release of a bioweapon we'd see a trail where from where it was released that everybody in that path would have been knocked down. That's not quite how it's happening.
0: So you believe it's more of a natural something that was something that had a virus and then it infected others?
1: Well there's two possibilities. It could have been that, but the most likely thing is it's vaccine natural. That's what happened with H one N one. That's what happened in nineteen eighteen. The vaccine, uh, what's happening now is that people are walking down the street and dropping dead in China along with pneumonia and, you know, hospitalization. That kind of pathology was seen in 1918. The 1918 flu was caused by illicit vaccinations and corrupt vaccinations that the cabal wanted rid of. And they also wanted rid of the soldiers, by the way. So it might have been more of that. So they wanted to profit on that by giving government money. They had excess vaccines. The war ended too quickly. They probably wanted rid of the soldiers, and they heavily vaccinated America's soldiery. And so it broke out in a, in a, in a, a barracks in Kansas. That was the epicenter in 1918. We have was, the Wuhan market the epicenter now. What was the name was of the, f-
0: the flu back then? What did they call it back in 18?
1: Well, they called it Spanish flu to, as a media clip to divert it to Spain, where soldiers were co- returning on tr- cruise ships so they could divert the public from the fact that it was induced by the Big Farm of the time. Big Farm is responsible for those 20 million deaths. Wow. That's 100% the case. Not 99 not even 100, a, a, a million percent the case that this was a vaccine-induced pathology. And they heavily vaccinated the American public, and the American public resisted that as a corruption. You can't force us to vaccinate. We won't accept this. We're resisting you. Um, but, the, you know, that was the sort of a vigorous time, right, when women had suffrage and things. Right. Um, but those were filthy vaccines. And perhaps in China has had a number of vaccine scandals which, where people have been fined. You see, there's, there's some factoids here. Mm-hmm. The Wuhan Institute of Virology is a problem in, in the terms of its proximity. So one would have to speculate maybe an involvement. But there are some facts on the ground. One is that the Institute was researching animals. China has a propensity for illicit people to try to make money on things like that. So is is it possible that some diseased animals ended up in the Wuhan market and were sold illicitly by workers? China has a mob, uh, a mafia mob, that was trading in, in diseased pork for the last two years. Pork with coronavirus was sold into the marketplace Uh, Some of it was confiscated. Some of it ended up in New Jersey Harbor and was burnt by the USDA and the FDA because they caught it uh, and so on. So China has been trading in diseased pigs. Uh, And so the mafia, what they did, the mob, was they took diseased pig flesh. This is published in the Chinese press all over the place. And they used drones. They dropped the pig flesh into farms to create panic they would go then into the farm and say, look, you have the coronavirus, you have the sickness, you have the swine flu, we want to buy your, your pigs. And the farmer would, illiterate farmer would just, or whatever, they would sell the pigs and then they would trade them at two, three times market value because pork prices went up in China because, first of all, they have a half a million, no, they have a million, they have 500 million pigs or so, 450 million pigs. Half of them died in the last two years. They had to bury them or they were called so the price went up the second thing that happened is that the vaccines the farmers were desperate because of their losing their 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 money their pigs or whatever and now i don't eat pork by the way so i don't i'm not trying to i but what happened was in that desperation they made homemade vaccines they contracted scientists to make uh, illicit non-government approved vaccinations with sometimes recombinant technology on the coronavirus. Mm. Now, how can that be a coincidence? That was heavily done. Mm. These vaccines also were produced in Spain and Vietnam, and they were imported illegally and given illegally. There were there were three things: there were counterfeit vaccines, there were illicit vaccines, and there were homemade ones. And even the Chinese government may be and have been involved by saying, "Well, you know what? We'll turn a blind eye." Uh, to this investigator. He's coming up with something, so just buy it from him. Try it. But when they gave the inoculations, the pigs died at twice the rate, and and a higher death rate occurred. Okay? Mm -hmm. So this was all happening in 2018 and 2019. How can it be a coincidence? We know these are facts.
0: How did you come across this information?
1: Well, I'm writing a book about the cause of coronavirus and how to help the body reverse it. And I've also been the only lead researcher that's done a scientific study on the human coronavirus and killing it. I I mean, my research is important. I did it in 2003. I published it in abstract form. I was able to destroy the coronavirus categorically, as well as influenza A, categorical, complete destruction in 15 to 20 minutes. Uh, So I took a big interest in it. Here's what I did. When my research started trending online, I mean, I didn't trend it. I didn't tell anybody about it, and I wasn't trying to take, it, take uh, incident or advantage. So it started trending, and, and the consumer pasted, pasted it. 2,000 Facebook posts. That's a lot of Facebook mm-hmm. posts, but, yeah. because that makes it viral. So it started to go viral, my old research, unrelated to me. You can go and look in the algorithms. I didn't post it. So it, when that happened, Google... Twitter and Facebook were contracted by somebody, I don't know who, to suppress that data. And they did it successfully. They shut down the trending. They changed the algorithm, whatever. Yeah, they shut it down. Now, it's valuable research. It's published in a a major abstract journal. It shows that the oregano super-strength oil, for example destroyed in a 1% concentration 99.99% of the coronaviruses in like 5 to 10 minutes.
0: And how did it go about doing that? What do you have to do? Well,
1: this was we infected the cell culture with coronavirus. So you have chicken embryonic cells, you have a culture medium, and you cause the infection to go intracellularly. The Regno was put in. And then we tested another product on the market that worked even better, 15 times better, and that was oregano, cumin, cinnamon, and sage. That product, everybody's asking me, what is it? Can you listen? It's called Arega Resp, R-E-S-P. That's what it is. We took the capsule form, not the oil form. We opened the capsules. We made a slurry. We put it into the medium. And this is, the, this is what we know. Under electron microscope, these spice oils, oregano oil, dissolve the viral coating and cause it to disintegrate. This is important. Why the National Post, I mean, the New York Times, the Washington T- uh, Post, the, the NPR, the LA Times, they're making fun of my research when I can tell you for the coronavirus, you have to dissolve it. I mean, to get something effective because you have those spikes. Hmm. The spikes go onto the cells, then enter. So if you could dissolve the spikes, it's done. It's over, end of contest, and that's what these oils do.
0: And these oils, you know we've talked about it before in the show, but where do these oils come from?
1: they're the best are coming from the mountains of Turkey.
0: And yes, some of them come
1: cinnamon's coming from uh, from some of it comes from Indonesia, Some of that comes from China. That's the cinnamon cassia that proved to be more powerful than the typical salon cinnamon, which is also good, but the cassia was aggressive. The oregano was aggressive. Cumin, imagine that. They used to put cumin in chili in the old days before refrigeration. Cumin kills everything. Oil, not the seed. The Seed's good. Cinnamon sticks are good. Uh, oregano itself is good, but the oil extract is what we used that was effective and that was reliably effective. You know? and, uh, and wild sage was another one. But I don't want to complicate this, that we used two products that are actually on the market. We used the super-strength oil of oregano, P73, in the study. I'm not making any claim for that product or for the company. I'm telling you what I did. Mm -hmm. And we used their OregaResp dry capsules where the essential oils are dried to a dust, and those were the obliterators. In fact, with the OregaResp, we got a 100% complete destruction, non-detectable coronavirus, 15% fatal disease, in 15 minutes. One dose.
0: One dose. Of this. You, yeah. And how much does it cost? I know like the little P73, which I still have bottles at home, and I always order them if I need more. But I know those are like $29 for a small bottle. It comes with a little eyedropper. But you don't use it very often, and it lasts a long time. What about this right. orega resp?
1: Regrespin is a high-end supplement. It's about 60 bucks for 90 capsules and 30 bucks for 30 but it's so powerful. It, and it killed everything in a 1 in 10,000 dilution. So you can imagine what would do for our body 70% water, and you would, it's, since it's, you know, take one pill a day, it costs you a buck a day. Uh, <laughs> I mean, to not go into quarantine or, I mean, to, you know, whatever, to just stay healthy.
0: So um, what would you recommend, Dr. Ingram, if people are concerned, which obviously they probably should be with this a little bit, what would you recommend them doing?
1: Well, I do what I do. I'm traveling to Anaheim and Washington State and doing seminars in front of hundreds of people. Uh, I take the oregasp, two capsules a day or two twice a day. And if I was flying I would take three before the flight, three during the flight, three when I land. I'm covered, I'm protected. I use the oil of oregano and the oregasp. Hey, that's what I do. Uh I don't buy the farm raised oregano oil now that it's on the market. I don't buy the synthetic junk that's coming out of China. I buy the P seventy three, I get the one ounce bottle, I get the super strength, cost me forty five bucks. Regular strength, it costs me 40 and I carry the bottle in my pocket, and I squirt a dropper full or 40 drops, not just two drops, a whole dropper full two, three times a day. Really? I'm protected. I'm covered. I also do something. I might put a little oregano oil up my schnozzola and snort it. <laughs> too hot for some people.
0: I've done it. You know? I've done it before. Let me tell you, those of you listening, when I first talked to – Doctor Ingram, and he told me about oil of oregano. He actually sent me a sample bottle, and it sat in my cupboard probably for over a year. And then my wife had some kind of virus or something, and she had a pain shooting through her near her head. And I rubbed a little on, and the pain went away. Well, we thought maybe it's coincidence. And then I, because I don't keep many uh, drugs or whatever you want to call them, yeah. over-the-counter things in my house. So then. Uh, I was getting this cold, and I remember what you said, how this stuff is really good. And it's it's natural, and it, it's not going to hurt your body, which is what I'm always looking for. So I took some of that, and I and had the sniffles, and it was so bad. I thought, you know what? I'm going to rub it up my nostrils. And it burned like hell for a while. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, every time I've done that, my cold has disappeared in a matter of less than an hour. It was gone. <laughs>
1: you know why because the coronavirus likes the nasal mucosa whether in a pig or a human or a chicken or a duck or whatever and it will go in there and then if you let it go in there it can start to duplicate and then go systemically but if you put the oregano in there you have a permanent effect now there's something also it's cheap called oregano shield that just came on the market and it's a beeswax oregano and an interesting invention The beeswax oregano, the beeswax is an emollient and a soft one, and then it gives you 24 hours or 12 hours sustained release. So if you just took a Q-tip in this and just rubbed a little bit in the nose before flying or whatever, then it would be a nice, non-hot way to do it. Hmm. And uh, I like that, and I'm traveling with that, and I rub it on my forehead, the temples. It's only like 29 bucks and it'll last for six months. I like it, uh, and, uh, and it's only on a website right now, as far as I know. Maybe, uh, maybe Zerbo's, though, in Michigan has it. A few stores, they're starting with it. But uh, a shield, you rub it on your face, or on the bottom of your feet. Where else? On your mask. If somebody wants to wear a mask, why not fumigate yourself by putting some drops of oregano oil in there, or rubbing this or shield, beeswax material. Let me tell you something. We did a study with a mask. It's a small study, just one or two masks. The mask had bacteria in it. We measured them. We put the oregano oil just two, three drops. It knocked the bacteria down by 75%. So if you did a little more, you know, rubbed about 10 drops in there, it should be
0: 100%. Killing those off. So either oil.
1: the oil or okay. the shield. I like the shield, you know.
0: Do you worry but, uh, about that, then, when you go to these places? You don't obviously wear a mask, right?
1: No, I don't wear a mask. I don't like masks.
0: So you completely but trust I, 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 you trust these yeah, products.
1: I trust, I trust the oregano. I'm okay. But let me tell you this. If there was a really bad pandemic and some people were concerned about the planes, the only way I would wear a mask would be I would fumigate the mask. Otherwise, it's useless. Right. It's, it's false protection. See, the oregano is your mask. The oregano oil and the resp would work uh, infinitely better than a mask. But if the mask was essential oiled, then 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 is effective. You see, that's the difference.
0: So, where can you get the resp? Where does where do you find that?
1: Well, does your shows all over the place, right? Mm-hmm. So your 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 high quality mom and pa health food store it was not going to be at whole foods uh check that and if that doesn't work you can go to oreganol.com. they're the maker oreganol.com. they actually funded the research that that I, I enjoyed doing somebody had to fund it um uh, has the they, they invented this oregano uh, and then it's in, it's in a capsule form. That's the one you want. For your children, there's a little teeny gel cap that you give them one a day. Uh, oh, well, whatever. A kid that can swallow, okay? Mm-hmm. There's an oil that you can give a few drops in the applesauce if they can't swallow a pill. It's just oregano cinnamon. Now, cinnamon sometimes, admittedly, is a little strong on the tummy. So, you know, for somebody with the, you know, that's concerned, take it with food. But uh, it's pretty good. I took, like, I don't know where is it that? I took about a hundred drops yesterday. This d- drops I took those just for fun and cinnamony taste, and it was no problem. I mean, what could happen? Has, what's the? When's the last time anybody dropped dead from cinnamon, or oregano, <laughs> or sage? Give me one case, man. Did you know that that there was a factory? Uh, you know what? In I've seen
0: 90- I've seen people drop dead from cinnamon shots, but maybe that's something different.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think it's slightly different. <laughs> Uh, be, uh, did you know there was a factory in 1918, God knows, where nobody in the factory died from the, in, from the influenza? Nobody at the home of the factory workers died. Nobody even got the flu. It was the grinders of a spice factory. What do you suppose it was? Mm. Put it on the oatmeal. Cinnamon. Yeah, the cinnamon grinders factory were immunized.
0: Just the dust. Imagine if you take
1: the oregano, like you got the P-73, you take that internally, and you take this oregano how could you get anything if just dust from cinnamon prevented a disease that killed 30 million people? Hmm. Why isn't this national news? Because the national news is out to attack it, make fun. They even said that that what I've discovered, and I'm not trying to promote my, is, is fake news. And I didn't even say anything. <laughs> the general public said something.
0: Well, now, I, I think, Dr. Ingram, you've, you've kind of gotten on their list.
1: I must have. I mean, all I did, and I'm, I'm talking to some major universities, some associates. Why don't we do a clinical trial on our poor American coronavirus cases or flu we do a nasal swab before and after. You know they're in there. There's no treatment for them. Let them have something that could help them, and then we'll publish it. Yeah, we're working on that. Um, it, you know, I mean, I hate to see any an American die unnecessarily. A European, a Chinaman. Yeah. Uh, it's and you know a Ch- Chinese have lost three thousand, and it's somebody's mother or father or brother or sister. How can you? How can you not flood your heart with compassion for people who may have been dead from a vaccine uh, pathogen that got out of the box or even if it's a wild thing that got out of the box, uh, you know, and, and so
0: it's a more natural it's either a more natural thing or or you're kind of believing that it was something a vaccination that
1: I would think because the vaccines were illicit they were given uh, by the millions tens of millions to the sick pigs and i would think the mutation came from a recombinant technology into the uh they were probably using bat viruses
0: Now you, mentioned, were, you mentioned you mentioned uh, earlier something to do with 5G was that was that is that part of the conversation too then
1: gotta be whether the five g is it's coming if we have to research the centers for 5g and if they are in Wuhan or in Hubei province which I'm still researching if does that make the virus more virulent by weakening people's immune systems we know oh. that these pathogens are, are affected we know what the cell phones can do we, I know how many people have gotten carcinoma of the brain that's electrical uh, area from cell phones so, uh, you know, I just talked to a salesman, got a brain cancer. He's been on the cell phone for, he's a salesman for 30 years. He got the cancer. So we have to investigate the 5G to see uh, what it does to the human immune system. Nobody's done it. It's just hyped up and got up. And all of a sudden, the big companies invested $50 billion, but not a single evaluation given to us about the, look at how powerful those towers are. Mm-hmm. They to, we're an electrical being. God you knows know, what it's going to
0: do. I know Switzerland, uh, there was a story about Switzerland that came out that they were all for it, and now they're kind of backing out of it because they want to do some deeper investigation, but they were one of Well, the, that's
1: good for Switzerland. Let them do that, and hopefully the cabal won't shut them down.
0: But now, when you say cabal, sorry to cut you off again, who are you talking about when you say cabal?
1: All the multi-billionaire and military-industrial, you know, just mobs and scoundrels, thugs and criminals that also have an influence on the media and the presidency and whatever. It's like this, okay? So, so why don't we have a war for 50 years because it's good for the oil economy and good for uh, business? We don't care how many Afghanis we kill. Who cares? You know, that, that attitude, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's Americans with the Lyme disease outbreak, where that was from definitely a lab-induced, definitely. Definitely it came from the lab. No question.
0: You had Lyme disease. You told me about that. I had
1: the miserable thing. It's a biogerm. That is a, it's a biological agent. You can't, the immune system can't handle it.
0: And how so did you? It was you the
1: oregano, oregano, the oil, and the juice, actually. Those three things got me going, got me well. And look at West now, How is an African Valley virus that's a tropical virus going to break out three miles from Plum Island? Mm staten island and it killed a bunch of people And this kind of fizzled out to some degree but but Lyme didn't fizzle
0: so how cons- could <coughs> go, uh-huh. go ahead
1: well is the wuhan from the lab we we have no data to prove it it could be um it, it's hard but the 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 sloppiness of of the of the vaccine industry has to has to be involved
0: let not, me ask not you just this a,
1: let me i'll tell you this if it was a wild virus just from a bat it would have caused the, the person who ate the bat or who was next to the bat to get sick. It wouldn't have, it wouldn't have shut down the second biggest economy in the world. That has to be man-made somehow. Mm. We meddled in that. Mm. There's no other possibility. A wild virus would have caused a few deaths or a few injuries. It could not have spread like that
0: to right. humans. Yeah, and you wonder, it altered how, that. wonder how it spreads across the world so quickly. I know people it has travel.
1: To be, it has to be the genes were altered either by the pigs making it as a brewery from the vaccine, that's the mechanism, then it became humanoid because pigs and humans, we use the pig valves, we use the pig thyroid, we use everything pigs are so close. Uh, and, and now you have a, uh, a pathogen that man, probably man-made. Man and man-made partly. Uh, that's, the, that's what it's showing now. Not uh, not biological weapon dropped by by some billionaire. Forget it. I don't have any... That's not possible. Forget it. Okay. Just not. Yeah.
0: So this... But it could have been created deliberately as well.
1: Well, not really. It would have been created by greed. From what I see, greed, stupidity, arrogance, bloodthirsty uh, 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 greed. And, and see, okay, somebody was selling the Chinese illicit vaccines for two years Mm. you can't can you imagine an illicit vaccine that you give to 200 million pigs that isn't even regulated by the government god knows what's in it you know they're using recombinant technology Mm. and gmo technology that's a certainty then you're selling it and making the farmer sign a non-disclosure you could expect to get a pandemic out of that because pigs are so close to humans and we know for sure that some Chinese people got the coronavirus from eating pork flesh. Hmm. That's a categorical. So yeah. there are some definites. You have to trace the definites backwards to see if the lab was involved because of the proximity. If it was a biological agent the Chinese were making, we have no evidence. But trace it back and see if you can find it. The, I go in with the hard facts first.
0: What if they, what if they come out with a vaccine Supposed vaccine. They will
1: kill the people. They will kill them. When when they gave the coronavirus vaccine and the H1N1 vaccine experimentally to the pigs, it killed the pigs. When they gave the H1N1 genetically engineered vaccine to the American or the Mexican pigs, uh, they gave twenty thousand the vaccine. They gave twenty thousand a placebo or nothing. It killed the pigs. They abandoned the vaccine. If so, they give a rushed coronavirus vaccine, it may not kill people right away, but will cause more fatalities than if they leave it alone. Really? Now, I'm not going to get into trouble for saying that, but that's the way it is.
0: So you feel if somebody was had the coronavirus and they do have a vaccine, you're saying that it may not be wise to...
1: I wouldn't take coronavirus for a coronavirus. I don't have that kind of logic. Okay. I'm not. I mean, I can't tell you what to do. I'm not taking it. If they mandated it for travelers, I'm not traveling. I'll go by bus. Hmm. If they mandate it for bus and train, I'll stay at home. I'm not taking a fast-paced recombinant DNA or RNA false vaccine from bat genes. Uh, I'm not taking it. Forget it. With porcine genes in it? No way uh and we and everything we don't know how much vaccination was going on in china before this if if they came out with something we have no data on this uh as whether or not uh the chinese government mandated in that district for people to take inoculations and it happened in october november and december if that's the case then you have a smoking gun you have the proof but we're still waiting to, to try to determine that
0: you know, you know it you know, seems the
1: pigs were- <laughs> go ahead uh-huh. And we know the pigs were inoculated that much. Yeah.
0: You know, it seems like they keep trying to push mandatory vaccination. We have it with kids going to school, and a lot of parents have fought that and find a way around that, but it's difficult. What if this became a mandatory vaccination?
1: Then we'd have a public that would get sickness, chronic uh, infections, chronic coronavirus, uh, chronic immune suppression, eczema, psoriasis, uh, rheumatoid arthritis, drop-dead syndrome, we would have sickness. Coronavirus vaccines have done poorly. That's why you don't have a cold vaccine. Colds, coronavirus. They've done poorly, poorly, and poorly. What now, if you rush this out uh, because somebody mandates it, you're going to have nothing but trouble. Uh, this should take, if they're going to make a vaccine, they need to do trials, and this should take, and I'm not a fan of it, but it take, like, five years or something. Mm. Nobody's ever been able to make a corona vaccine. Now, first of all, you have to know this. Nobody's talking about anything. The, the biggest people who got sick in the market were hog traders. They only traded in hog flesh. Why don't you deal with the hogs? Uh, Stanley Bogoch said they have to stop. You know, he's the guy that's already trying a vaccine over there. They have to stop the transport of pigs between provinces. Then they can control the epidemic. Deal with that, not the vaccine. Deal with the the mega industrial farms that are contaminating China by smog, by feces. By did you know that there was an outbreak of coronavirus in China with deaths from insects that fed on pig waste, and it killed people a few years ago?
0: Hmm. No, never heard of it.
1: Yeah, because the waste from these. Did you know that in China they have Thanks to the United States, they have 13-story-tall pig factories.
0: Didn't know that. And they want
1: to build some that are 20 stories tall, pig after pig. I mean, what does the Bible say? Nobody cares. You know, this is the year. What does the Quran say? Nobody paying attention. This is the year called China calls the year of the pig. It's their lunar new year, special Hmm. year calendar. And I think, I think that they're getting the pig. Wow.
0: So if somebody, is there a, is there a website we can go to learn more about this? Is there, or we have to Go to, to my read? website.
1: The companies who make this can't say a word. Okay. You go to Cass Ingram.com or Cass Ingram YouTube and view my work and view the study and view what I've done. Uh, everybody's shy to say a word. Unless you're a pharmaceutical, then you can do a a, a clinical trial in two days and put it on Fox News, and they'll let you talk about it. Hmm. But if you're a biological, you can't say a word, or somebody's going to come after you. Mm -hmm. But me, I mean, I don't take a paycheck. I just don't. Maybe I should, but I just am a freelancer. I get paid on my book sales. Um, I don't know if that's okay or not, but I'm telling you what I did. The research I did, I guess I have a right to explain what I did. But I would do this. I would take the oil of oregano, I would take the super strength. I wouldn't buy the farm raised oregano oil and I wouldn't buy the Chinese synthetic people don't.
0: As long I, as I would as
1: buy the I'd buy the P seventy three super okay. strength. You have Let- that clear? Everybody asks me emails. P seventy three super strength and the oregano. I'm covered. If I you know, if I want to go the way of the the material I put on my mask or under my nose, okay, you know, I can do that. I'm doing that when I travel to Anaheim. But the main thing is those capsules and the oil. That's it, you know.
0: The Earlier this year, a few weeks ago, I had a, a flu virus or something, and I haven't been sick in years. And it hit me pretty good. And I took oil of oregano, but I, th- I don't know if I waited too long, but it didn't seem to have as much of an effect on it. And I had my face was kind of hurting me. My, it moved my teeth and then it moved around in my mouth and I would rub oil of oregano in there and it lasted at least three days, that pretty severe pain. Now, three
1: days isn't too bad but let me ask you, did you take 80 drops five times a day?
0: No, I didn't. I took a... <laughs> That's what
1: you would have needed to do!
0: Really? That you many. needed to
1: pound it, pound it and pound it and you needed the super strength.
0: Well, I bought That's some oil of oregano at our local a uh, health food store. The last bottle I got, and they say it's P73. Is that the same as what you're talking? That's right.
1: P7. That's okay. exactly right.
0: Okay. Good. Oregano
1: P73, and uh, <clears throat> but you needed to to be aggressive, <clears throat> and you could put the oil on a Q-tip. Um, and if you just was, and if you could find this multiple spice, and you could have taken three, five, six, seven, eight, ten times, even you know that you can take the oil when you get the good quality wild, every five minutes, hmm. if you needed to. Nothing.
0: One time I drank
1: from a guy's cup. This is the last time I've been sick, besides the Lyme disease, thirty years ago. I don't know why I did. I don't. Know. And I got his flu, and it started hitting me like within two, three hours. And so I said, that's it. I took the oil, eight, uh, 40 to 80 drops every 10 minutes, and I killed it in an hour. I did. <laughs> I went through a little fever, a little chills, a little aches, and then, bang, it was gone.
0: Wow. 80 you drops. You know, when
1: Siddiqui did his study, he was able to disintegrate, shatter into oblivion, even the herpes virus with this, under wow. a microscope. Really? Yes. Wow. Cinnamon did, t- did it, too. <gasps> clove did it okay
0: so you know we really had the knowledge of these ancient things at one time that are
1: they used to send meat it was still edible in the galleons or in the sailing ships to the states and they put clove and cinnamon so the meat wouldn't go sour
0: interesting it kept
1: it sterile
0: can you I, imagine that? I wondered how they managed to survive years ago when they were on those boats, and now what you're saying makes a lot of you know because they traveled much. The
1: they did. Why do you think they had wars over that? Yeah, uh, the Dutch East Indies, and they killed each other to control the cloves and the cinnamon.
0: And so it really wasn't about adding flavor to their food, because I always wondered what was the big deal with spices. <laughs> so what no, if you it don't? was?
1: The, it was for the shipping industry, exactly. Oh um but uh i mean they they also sold it but but let me tell you something i have no fear of this now i don't think it's a good idea to go into pandemic zone but if the who who i've worked with in the past said to me because i've helped them with the sars i gave all of their i instructed all of their people to take this orega resp and the oregano oil that's all they took and the spray they used this we have this there's a spray called orega spray all right and I'm not making any claims, but, boy, that's something else. When you spray it in the air or on a light bulb or on your chest, clean you out. But they took all that down, and none of them got SARS. They went into China, the epicenter. So if for some reason China and the WHO said, okay, Dr. Ingram, your data is what we need. We need you here to shut this thing down. Okay, I would go. In that case, I would make a fumigation mask. I would put the orega shield up my nose with a Q-tip five, ten times a day. I'd put it all the way up to the sinuses. I would take the oregano resp and the oil of oregano and use the spray, and then I'm done. I'm not getting the sickness. Finished. That's not happening. Uh, so, you know, I don't know. We'll see what happens.
0: And those of you that may be listening to Dr. Ingram for the first time on my program, He's a man who beat Lyme disease, which, from what I understand, they claim you can get it under control, but you can't completely cure it. No, yeah,
1: that- well, I didn't, you know. And and you it d- was not easy.
0: You developed that. How long ago was that?
1: Oh, 10 years ago, I was in a wheelchair. This bad, bad apple, you know. But, uh, hey, I had to take a ton I drank a whole bottle of the oregano P seventy three, one now, ounce. let a day me ask for. you
0: this, how can you drink a whole bottle? That stuff is strong.
1: Just put it in tomato juice. Who okay.
0: Cares? I see what you're saying. You didn't drink it straight.
1: No, I put it in the water. And mount water with some tomato juice. That's that's what I did. So you didn't drink, but it, on, I didn't drink you it
0: on you didn't drink it on the rocks with uh, you know. <laughs> uh,
1: you could, but the <laughs> stomach took a hit. <laughs> You know, when we put pure essential oil versus the p 73 you know, because there's companies that make just essential oil, and we don't know what the quality is, but when we use the wild oregano, uh, just even the essential oil in the, ma- in the mice, it killed them. Hmm. When, when we gave it in an olive oil emulsion, coconut oil or whatever, when we gave it an oil emulsion, it saved the mice's lives from an infection. It's that simple. It has to be in an oil emulsion. I don't recommend taking pure essential oil. You could take one drop twice a day. It would be all right. But you can't take capsules and capsules of that pure essential oil. It's too strong. And if you put it on the skin, it can burn the skin too. So you just got to know that and know that a pre-made, tested, human-tested or animal-tested product would be okay. It's gone through 30 years of testing. Mm-hmm. You could go online and see 50 brands now, but none of them have been tested except the P73, the human test, animal test, a number of them, and in vitro. It's
0: you know, I can speak you know. speak from my own experience with the P73, and you know, it burns a little bit, um, and I'll rub it on my gums if I ever feel like I've got even a sore tooth or an infection maybe there. Um And I've used it for colds, and I find what really works the best is when I go right after it in my nostrils, not just putting it under the tongue, but also right away, and my cold is just gone.
1: Gone. Why don't you do this? Why Hmm. don't you take five drops a day or every other day just as a preventive?
0: See, I don't even think about that, but that's a good idea. But then I think, well, that's going to add up a lot to, you probably go through a lot of bottles. How many bottles do you go through in a week?
1: Well, if you took five drops, it'd last you three months, is it, or about that? Yeah, three months. Um, And if you took the super strength, two to three drops, it should be enough. But, see, in this climate, you don't want somebody to say, you have the coronavirus, we're putting you in quarantine. So it's a good idea to take the five drops a day. Hmm. Uh, And you buy the one-ounce bottle, which is almost half the price. Oh, okay. uh, that would stretch for four months and that type of thing. So, uh, or you get the gel cap, one gel cap a day, 120 gel caps for 35 bucks or something, 40 bucks, And take one a day for, for, for three months, four months. That's a huge protection. For, if,
0: for, for, uh, do you feel that this coronavirus is going to uh, become uh, something very like a pandemic in this country?
1: Pandemic in this country would be difficult. We know we have, this is America, it has media, it has access, it has infrastructure, lots of hospitals and clinics. Um, it, if it gets into the pigs and it mutates in the pigs, then we'll have a pandemic. That's what happened with H1N1. Uh, we'll, it won't match China. China's, a, China's got a problem with the pig supply. They're, they're reinfecting themselves. Uh, it's not going to be the same, but I don't know. I, I don't think anybody knows when H1N1 was supposed to sweep the country and they were going to make a vaccine. It started in a pig farm. And so it fizzled. This could fizzle, hmm. but it's pretty serious too, because you know, people walking down the street, dropping dead is not, a. is the only time that happened was 1918. So a whole century has elapsed and so could it mutate? It could. It's possible. I think people should protect themselves. That's it. They should think about what could they do for themselves and their loved ones that would help them not get a fulminant sickness. That's all I would do. I wouldn't take it further than that.
0: And if you do, um, get, if you do get the illness, if, if it's too late and you get that, you still can defeat it with the orega rest. And-
1: absolutely. Yep. Abs- absolutely. Categorically. I'm telling you, if you got an early case... Uh, I don't know. Maybe late case might be a little more difficult, but still, I think so. Uh, you got a case. Somebody diagnosed you, and you pounded the stuff. You would be rid of it. Uh, you would culture negative. That is no question. Let anybody try to prove me wrong. Um, and uh, so we. This could be life-saving podcast. If this breaks out, the people could take it. They're going to do the medical. We're not. You do your medical. Don't take the antibiotics, though. They won't do you any good. You do your medical. You do what you need to do. While you're doing the medical and seeing your physician, you're taking a and oil of oregano. You're using a spray in your home. You may be swabbing yourself. You're, you know, you're just doing it like you would eat garlic. Mm-hmm. In fact, we should be eating garlic and onions right now. They're virucidal not as good as oregano but they're there we should be echinacea not that big of a deal elderberry not that big of a deal you need something that kills the virus if it overgrows you're done Mm. you're sick Mm. so killers are onion garlic cumin oregano sage uh, uh, cinnamon which we talked about so cinnamon powder and more of the food you Mm. see
0: all right so you have Uh, some some options now these things that you talk about because, you know, there are certain things that are natural that we can take, but they can build up toxicity in your body. But none of these that you're talking about can do that?
1: Well, you know, when a when study was done on making mice poisoned with a chemical, and the poison made their pancreas blow up, it also made the liver get scarred and inflamed with enzymes going everywhere. When they gave those test animals oil of oregano, it shut it all down. They And they said that if a person gets poisoned by a toxic chemical, you should give them oregano oil. It will heal the liver.
0: Hmm. This is
1: God's medicines in the mountains. Yeah. You're not going to be able to combat, or you're not going to be able to attach that to a disease or a sickness or a toxicity it's going to be anti-toxicity if you have a snake bite or a scorpion bite or up in your work hornets or bees you have to saturate that with the oregano oil on some cotton it will destroy the venom if you have an anaphylactic shock and you're going to die somebody has to give you the oregano oil p-73 the, the, that one because it'll stop the anaphylaxis hmm. If you are starting to choke off and your sw- swung, tongue is swollen, it'll stop it. If you're allergic to peanuts, take it every day so you don't get sick and have a, uh, a fatal reaction. If you have hives, it'll kill the hives. Is if you it have a rhinitis it, and sneezing, it'll kill it.
0: Is it something that you can put on topically or do you need to be cautious with that?
1: No, well you have one that you can put all you want topically. It's already metered. You have to be cautious with the pure essential oil topically cuz it will burn your skin. It has burned skin. The people have pictures on the internet. So pure if I have
0: an oil. open if I have an open cut and I want to protect protect it from bacteria, I can just rub oil of oregano?
1: Right. The, the oil of oregano is uh, not the pure in an olive oil base is less burny than water on an open cut. In fact, if you have an open wound or a bed sore or something really terrible, put it on. How about this? Gangrene. I have cases where people rubbed the gangrene with the super strength and took it internally, and it reversed it. Wow! You're going to take medical treatment anyway. If you could get some oil of oregano smuggled into the hospital for the bed sore, the, the ulcer, or, or the gangrene, while you're taking your medical treatment... Rub it on. What harm could be done? When's the last time anybody got sick from oregano, garlic, onion? Give me one case. Give me a case of somebody that died in the last hundred years from taking cinnamon or oregano. You know, I can tell you some people died right while this show was going on from drugs mm-hmm. in the hospital. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that at the end of the year there'll be a half a million fatalities. Well, between uh, 400,000 to a half a million from drug therapy. But nobody from oregano oil, proper quality product. Nobody from cinnamon. Nobody. Come on, people. God made it. You didn't make it. I didn't make it. Why would you make a worry about such a thing? You're going to worry about the next pizza you have with salami and basil and oregano and bacon and stuff? Nobody says anything to me about the pizza they eat or the marinara sauce. Only, oh, oil of oregano. Could it kill my good bacteria? Just give me a break for once. <laughs> don't you want to kill the the bacteria that are killing you, or the germs, or the virus? Worry about your good bacteria later. It won't kill them all. Maybe it'll kill two percent. Maybe it won't kill any because the good bacteria are resistant to these things. They know uh, garlic. They know onion. They know spices. They know the technology and the. And, I mean, they know the genetics of it.
0: It's more of a natural thing. And I guess my only question was: is if you take too much, of it doesn't have an effect for you, and you're saying really you don't believe it does. If
1: you take too much right now, the side effect is your health will improve. Oh. You have, yeah, you have fungus, you have toenail fungus, you have miserable viruses, you have mucus, you have congestion, you have flu. You're sick like a dog. <laughs> so what if you take a little oregano oil, if it's good quality, and you take a little bit too much? Who cares? You, it goes through your system in 24 hours. In 48 hours, it's gone. And they smell like a pizza while it's going, happening.
0: <laughs> I, don't want my neighbor to, I don't want my neighbor to eat me. You know, my neighbor might get hungry. Yeah, exactly.
1: The guy at the pizza oven, he's getting fumigated with oregano. I should do a study. Pizza oven uh, men don't get the flu. Uh, <laughs> you right. I mean, what's the side effect? You have less risk for cancer, less risk for diabetes. I mean, those are good things.
0: Absolutely. What about people? I wanted to ask you kind of getting off this a little bit, but... My father-in-law hurt himself. He's 80 years old now. He's in a lot of pain. He's going through some therapy. Is there a natural product you would recommend? For pain? Yeah.
1: What did he do? Did he fall?
0: He was getting into his truck. He was up at the cabin, and he fell and kind of hit the back of his head and his shoulder and whatever. And uh, he also had been through cancer a few years back, seven years ago. Yeah. And so he's got a spot that's a little bit weakened because of the, it was near his neck. You know what he
1: should do? Hmm. He should drink the juice of oregano because that's the best, best, best thing for people who've been through cancer. Best, best, best yesterday. He should get that. He should rub the oil of oregano on the area, and he should take the anti-inflammatory of anti-inflammatories. It's called canicurement. He gets some of those drops or capsules, and he takes it twice a day for the pain and inflammation. It's wild turmeric with cannabis, with uh, ginger and cinnamon. That's, that's a hammer of hammers for pain. And then it works so well that you cut back on the dose. Um, but uh, maybe a combination of the oregano therapy and that can curement for him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, what's the deal? We're talking cumin. We're talking sage, oregano, cinnamon, cloves. We're talking garlic and onion and raw honey. I mean, who cares? You could do a double-blind study. Close your eyes and eat the stuff. What's the difference? (laughs) You're doing it anyway. Give me a break and a half. (laughs) These are all natural medicines, and the complex, the nature makes it. The way God designed it, that's it.
0: Well, you sound like you're a little defensive.
1: I'm on the offense.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's always entertaining talking to you because you get so wound up. And I'm just sitting here cracking up going, here goes Dr. Ingram again. He's
1: doing it again. I mean, I'm a strong guy. Thanks to these natural medicines, I want your listeners to stay strong and live their life like they should. And God bless them. And happy health to you all. You'll get it if you follow my work big time.
0: And I would say, from what I know of it, in my own experience, that you are spot on with what you're telling me from the things I've tried. So yeah, that's yeah. why I had you back. Well, it would
1: be good on your father-in-law to, if we could get him some of this can of Cureman. Let me know. Let us get us some of that and have him take that and, and see how he does with that pain.
0: Now, is this something you can get at the local health food place?
1: Yeah, you could harass your local health food store and say, look, I don't want the pills and this and that. I, I don't want the isolate. I want the raw Canna curman. Canna Cureman, that's what I want. I want the drops, ideally. We want to put it in Grandpa's juice or your father-in-law. And, uh, you know, twice a day, can you get it for me? They can get it. They, so no big deal.
0: Otherwise, I can probably Google it and find it online.
1: Yeah, you Google Canna curman, and you'll definitely find it on oreganol.com.
0: Okay, great. Not so
1: much on Amazon because Amazon's not doing CBDs, and that has some natural... Uh,
0: How do you feel about CBDs in general? Well,
1: CBD is a bit of a gimmick right now because, you know, it has a value, but, but it's processed with butane. Almost all of it's processed with, with uh, propane and butane. Really? So, you know, I'm not interested in, in, in an extract of propane gas, um, I mean, I'll give me the give me the hashish. I'll chew on that or something. Uh, but I use and you know what I use? I use a full spectrum hemp. I use hempenol, crude extract. Yep. Hempenol PM obliterated my insomnia. Hempanol regular strength helped me with my neurological function. So hempenol is what I use only. I don't use the because got that uh, petrochemical residues.
0: How much hempenol did you take? I mean, you couldn't sleep. Well,
1: I started pounding the hemp and all, and uh, then I kind of only take it once in a while. I found it helped my creativity and my ability to lecture, to write, to do intelligentsia stuff. It's known to do that. Um, Hemp is known to help with the neurons interchange. And then the hemp and all PM, I take about three capsules at night, and it knocks me into deep REM sleep with some curious dreams. And then... I get up earlier than I normally. I get up, I sleep the seven hours. If I take it, I get up at five, five hours. It, it helps me with strength in the morning, but helps me go to sleep at night. It has the hops and the cannabis together. Now, this That's
0: is non-THC, sense. right?
1: Well, there's going to be oh, a little THC. The only way you could get it all out is if you process it with petrochemicals or, or distillation. All hemp has just a trace of THC.
0: But it's not something but, you, you're going to be wasted by going, where's the pizza? I've got to get my oregano on my pizza.
1: Only, mar- only marijuana. Okay. Marijuana okay. is a different... You know, this is uh, rope hemp, or what is that called? Industrial hemp. Right.
0: Let me ask you this, since you're with me now, and you've got a few more minutes maybe. Uh, how do you feel about the legalization of marijuana?
1: I don't know that... We've got enough things, alcohol, we've got heroin, we've got cocaine. I don't know that that's going to do anything.
0: Does it help people uh, in any way, you think, medically?
1: The extract is better than smoking it. Um, yeah, it's going to help people, and we support that. If, if somebody calls the show and says, look, I, hey, I'm, I have to smoke for my, my MS, I'm getting some, you've got to support that. But as far as recreational marijuana, I mean, it's maybe less noxious than booze, but I don't think it helps us any.
0: No, I'm talking more about the medicinal.
1: Oh, yeah. No, that's all right. You know, if you have to burn it, you have to eat the extract, you have to juice the plant and drink it, and it's helping with your pain. Hey, listen, I mean, it's just
0: a plant. Does it but help where you? where we get
1: into trouble is, is addictions in youth and teenagers that smoke and smoke and smoke. That's not a good thing, by the way.
0: Does it help people to heal in any way that you know of?
1: There seems to be some proof that there's some benefit, uh, whether marijuana or the industrial, that, that it helps with the healing process. It helps with nausea of, pep- of cancer and chemotherapy. And if you're getting a benefit from it, we should continue to encourage that. And, and if we could control the legalization a little bit better so that 15-year-olds can't go buy a bunch of it, and start smoking and doping it. Um, that that's that's going to be treacherous, and that will not help uh, the society. Anyway, so. sounds
0: like you got a phone call.
1: But that's what they say. <laughs> but who cares? I'm on the radio with you.
0: <laughs> well, if you've got to go, I don't want to keep you. But it's
1: well. All, main thing is that the hemp and all crude extract. Just do that, and the, do it and with the hops and chamomile with the hemp and all PM. Do it also with the. Uh, with the hemp and all, and you get the industrial hemp, low, almost no THC whatsoever, and not enough to cause any issues. And maybe stay away from the marijuana species unless you have to. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, it's right, always then. it's always great to talk to you, Dr. Ingram, and okay. and those of you listening. He's fun and he's Araganol. entertaining. I'm Sorry. <laughs> yeah. 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 Make sure to yell that in there. But you have a wonderful day, and I'll be talking to you again down the road.
1: Yeah, sure. cashingram.com. You bet for the books. Bye now.